Welcome to the Working Moms Podcast, featuring inspiring stories and resources for the modern working mom. I'm your host, estate planning attorney, investor, and pregnant mama-to-be, Pam Moss. All right, so today's guest is Amy from Think Global. She is the co-founder and Think Global brings Big Five Consulting to entrepreneurs. And I have a little shout out to Amy. I'm wearing my Think Global shirt if you're watching the video of this. (laughs) Uh, Thank you so much, Amy, for being here. I feel so honored that you are joining me. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me and for the adorable t-shirt shout out with the baby bump. Oh yeah, I gotta show the baby bump. I'm I'm like really excited that I even fit. (laughs) Um, So I'd love to, if you would start off kind of talking about your background and what led you to working with entrepreneurs. Sure, so my journey working with entrepreneurs began um, around 2010. Um, I was living in Scottsdale, Arizona at the time and I was uh, the program director for a program that was a partnership with the U.S. Department of State, Goldman Sachs, and a university here in the United States. And we were working with entrepreneurs from developing nations all over the world. And my role was to um, coordinate the program, put it together with professors, work with the various embassies around the world, um, and Goldman Sachs was funding it. And so, um, it was a great process. It was super inspiring to meet all these business owners, you know, all across the globe coming from various cultural um, backgrounds um, in both men and women and being able to talk to them about this unifying thing of, of business. And so it was pretty clear that no matter where they were from, it was, it was, um, we all had similar you know, shared values of and priorities that, you know, family, business ownership, freedom, um, all of these things that you tend to see are uh, drivers for entrepreneurs that they want flexibility, they want freedom, they want to be able to support their family. Um, More so with um, women, nothing against men, but uh, more so with women, (laughs) uh, they were utilizing entrepreneurship as an opportunity to educate their children, make sure that they were healthy, um, and so it was really a, a way for them to ensure that their family um, and their future was secure. So that was that was my introduction to entrepreneurship, um, and it was it was humbling, it was eye opening, it was inspiring, and I still keep in contact with the majority of the the women and the men that I that I worked with over the many years. So. Um, can you tell us a little bit more about Think Global and kind of? that journey and kind of how you started it and how, and what exactly you all do as well? Sure, so uh, when I met my partner, Steve, um, both in life and business, um, he has been a career business advisor. Um, he's had multiple firms, um, typically working with professional athletes and large corporations. And so when I met him, I was kind of in the middle of my journey working with all these entrepreneurs from various um, in diverse cultures. And he was so intrigued by what I did uh, in terms of working with these business owners to help them grow their businesses, which was exactly what he was doing, just with a totally different type of clientele. And so I said, you know, it'd be really interesting if you came and volunteered in my program. And um, 
He, at the time, was shutting down one advisory firm as his partner was retiring. And so he came and volunteered in my program for an entire year. And we said, we kind of said to ourselves, you know, my program was coming to a close. Um, and we said, you know, what if we were to start our own business that used, that kind of married our skill sets of, you know, both the human side of things um, and also, you know, the, the strategic side, the, um, you know, the tactical side, the leadership side, culture, brand, um, people, all of that strategy, you know, all of it's important, but how could we use what you are doing for large corporations and bring that to the entrepreneurial community um, in a way that they have access to it? And, you know, he had always had a really soft spot for entrepreneurs, but it just was a different, a different model that we had to come up with. And so um, at the end of my program, um, we decided that we were going to start Think Global. And we wanted to start out working with women entrepreneurs because it's what I knew best. That's right. And that's what I am. I'm, you know, so, um, and women make exceptional business owners. Um, they have, they have a holistic view of business and they are incredible. Um, not only task people, but, you know, they are doers. And when they say they're going to do something, they do it. Um, and not that men don't, but it's just, you know, my experience with work, working with women entrepreneurs is, um, it's so special and near to my heart. Um, and the, the better chance that we could give whatever that means to a, a woman entrepreneur, an entrepreneur, um, give them a chance to make it and build the business in the life that they deserve, that is success um, in my mind. So uh, essentially what we did is um, as my program came to a close, uh, we decided to start our own business and a week after my job ended, we were saying to ourselves, you know what, it'd be great if we just picked up and went to Bali. <laughs> Let's just move our entire life to Bali. And um, about a week after that, after, after that decision was made, um, I found out that I was pregnant. <laughs> so that was, that was the beginning of the journey of two babies at once, starting a business and growing a child. Yeah. So I love how you put that, right? Two babies at once. And, you know, a lot of entrepreneurs can relate of feeling like their businesses are babies. Um, and then you actually were having a baby at the same time. Um, what was that experience like in the beginning? Um, you know, were there any challenges that you learned from along the way? Yes. <laughs> Uh, it was scary. It was, it was scary and it was overwhelming. Um, especially, you know, we weren't trying for a baby and so it wasn't something that we had planned and it was, um, you know, honestly, it was obviously now I look back and I would never do anything different, but at the time it was overwhelming to think of how, how are we going to do this? How am I going to, um, travel all over the country, all over the world pregnant and, I met you during that time. You've known me, you know, from the time that I was pregnant. And, um, you know, I would be lying if I said that I wasn't terrified. And, you know, it was interesting. I look back, um, you know, just getting prepared for talking to you today, I kind of was reminiscing about a time in my life that I haven't necessarily thought about in a long time. Um, but I remember telling my colleagues and friends, you know, surprise, we're pregnant. 
Um, and that includes all of the women that I've worked with, you know, over a hundred women um, in, the, uh, in the past that were international. And it was a cacophony of just from, from the American cohort, you know, the American friends, it was like, oh my God, what are you gonna do? Like, this is gonna ruin your life. It was not positive and it terrified me even more. And, and I was like, you know, this is not helpful. Um, and it was the complete opposite from the women that I, that I know and that are sisters and friends internationally. And I honestly think that that is because just culturally in so many other countries, that is just part of life. You have a family and you also have work or a business and there is a balance between that and they have a village that helps and they have, um, you know, it's just kind of, it's just more natural. And, you know, a lot of these women that I worked with, I remember meeting one, I think she was 35 and she had six children. And I remember thinking, wow, that's such a different reality than I'm, than I can ever, you know, that I could ever dream of, but it was her reality. And I didn't even know that she had six children until she had already gone home. She was there to do business, to learn, and she was going to go home and be a mom a wife and a business owner. And she just, she just juggled it, you know? And I remember feeling super supported by all of these women that were so excited. You know, all of them were saying like, you've got an auntie in Indonesia, an auntie in Afghanistan, an auntie in, you know, Bolivia, like all over the place, you know, Valentina came into this world with a lot of support. So to that, I'm grateful, but you know, it was, it was definitely scary. And it definitely was a challenge trying to figure out how we were going to build a business um, and stay focused on that for those, everyone was nine months, but it's 10 months that you're pregnant. Um, you know, that was our dedicated time before the baby came. And we knew it was, I was very efficient with my time because I had, I had a ticking clock <laughs> that I knew that I needed to get a lot done um, before the baby came. Yeah. And I just remember, um, being from my perspective, just being so inspired by you during that time. And I think, um, you did emote this, um, like this air of confidence and, um, excitement and what you were describing of what your international folks, it definitely did come through on my end. I didn't get to see <laughs> maybe the fear side, but I know when I, you know, in my, I think I messaged you this the other day when I got pregnant, I was like, Oh, Amy did it. Like Amy was able to <laughs> run this really successful company and travel the world. I'm like, I can do it too. And um, you were such an inspiration to me and still are as I like go through my kind of years around it. <laughs> I think I messaged you that. Um, and yeah, I'd love to hear a little bit more of, you know, when you kind of those first, um, I know Valentina's a little older now, but kind of reflecting back over the last couple of years, what do you feel like some things that have helped you really have that work-life balance, whether that's thoughts or habits or anything in specific? Well, first of all, I appreciate you telling me that because at the time I certainly did not feel that. Um, I think over the years, um, because we did not have any family uh, or I would say, you know, we, we lived in Airbnbs for the first two and a half years of her life. 
Um, and so I remember vividly feeling extremely uh, guilty that she, you know, I never got to decorate a nursery. She didn't ever have like her own room. You know, we kind of, you know, we would stay six months here and then we stay six months there as we were traveling, um, running our institutes. And so, you know, there was, there was many times where I would have to bring, you know, a sleeping baby to a meeting and people would kind of look at us like, what are you doing? Or, or the opposite, they'd be like, oh, this is so amazing. Like you're introducing your daughter to all of these experiences early on. And I didn't know what to think. Um, and a lot of times I felt guilt that the life that we were bringing her into was unfair. And, um, you know, over the years, I've learned to be kind to myself and to just trust the process that your child just needs you to love them and to protect them. And that's all that they need. And um, I look back now and I'm really grateful for the experiences that we did have with her. Um, she's incredibly, um, she's incredibly, uh, well, she's articulate and she's comfortable around adults. She loves having conversations. And I know that absolutely is a direct correlation with how her formative years were. We're spending a lot of time with other adults, you know, that we're talking about business and all of this stuff. And, you know, she's, she's uh, mentioned several times that Think Global is her business and we work for her. It's <laughs> <Which is> fine. <laughs> so, you know, it's cute. You know, it's cute to, to hear the things that she's obviously heard over the years, but I think the main thing that I've learned is to be just to be kind to myself that, you know, the situations that I'm in, that, that we are in now is not going to be forever, whether good or bad. And it's the same with children. You know, every phase that they go through is temporary. And so, you know, sometimes that can be like, Oh, this phase is so cute. Or it can be like, Oh my gosh, can this phase please end? Like <laughs> it can be either way. And so, um, you know, I, in terms of balance, um, I always say like work-life balance, no such thing. <laughs> and I truly believe that, um, it is, it is block and tackle, you know, I've, you know, and, and COVID has absolutely amplified the whole thing of balance. And I think not, you know, now not only entrepreneurs have seen the difficulty, but everybody who has had to stay home with their children has seen and gotten a firsthand account now of how difficult it is to have children and try to run a business or do your work. So, um, you know, for us, we've been very, um, very blessed to have, you know, a village of friends that, were, you know, are also entrepreneurs that, you know, we can take turns taking care of each other's children or, you know, she's at the pool now with, you know, some of our other friends and we'll take a turn later today so they can go home and work. Um, so it's really about just getting organized, um, making sure that you have, you know, a focused amount of time to do your work and then to turn it off when it's time to turn it off. Um, you know, it's, it's really important to both Steve and I that, you know, when we're spending time with her, that we have focused time and we're not on our phones, we're not on our computer. And of course, that's not always possible. You know, work, sometimes a deadline is there or something comes up. And again, that's where being kind to yourself comes in, comes into play is that it's never going to be a hundred percent perfect. And children are very resilient. And again, like 
if they know that you're love, you love them and they're protected and they're safe and, you know, they're going to be okay. That's, um, there's so much great things that you said in there. And I just wanted to pull out a few things to ask a few questions about. You mentioned this concept of block and tackle. And can you say what, that, what you meant by that, what that means? Sure. So um, we definitely, we, we kind of organize our day in chunks, blocks. And so we know from 6 a.m. to 8 a.m., we are not getting any work done because she's up and she's ready to play and, you know, breakfast, that type of thing. But then from about nine o'clock to like 11 o'clock, you know, we'll take shifts. And so I'll take her to go do something while Steve knocks out a a bunch of work. So that's his block to tackle what he has to do. Um, And then my, you know, my slot, I'm going to tackle what I have to do. And Steve will take her, you know, to, to the pool or to lunch or whatever it is so I can have quiet time. Um, And so we found that especially during this challenging time where kids are home uh, more than they typically would be, you know, typically she'd be at school um, right now. And so right now that's just what works for our family. And um, you know, if, if we could afford a nanny, that would be awesome too, you know? And so I think um, another part of that to me is important for motherhood is not to judge yourself by what other parents are doing that you know what's best for your family and, you know, don't look at someone else's life and someone else's solution for childcare and say, oh, that's the way to go. Um, and so whether it's putting your child in daycare, school, nanny, just at home with you, whatever it is, that's going to be what's right for your family. Um, for Valentina, she thrives in social environments. And so, you know, she, she does not like being at home with us. It is She's told us many times that we're boring and she just wants to be with her friends. And so she really misses school and she misses her friends and her teacher. And, um, and so, you know, it's just, you know, your child best and you know, it works for your family best. That's such great advice. And I'm curious, I know, you know, before you got pregnant, you know, obviously both you and Steve had a lot of experience working with entrepreneurs and I'm curious how parenthood has influenced how you or enriched how you work with businesses and owners and entrepreneurs? Um, Well, I have a lot more empathy, I would say, for uh, business owners um, that do have children. Um, And I have a lot of uh, envy for those that don't. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. kidding. Only nights and weekends. Uh, I, you know, I think that it's given me, um, and this is something that mentors of mine, when I first did get pregnant, um, had said, you know, to kind of give me a silver lining to this unexpected, um, news that having a child would give me a different perspective and it would allow both Steve and I to just have a different lens when working with entrepreneurs that do have children, that do have families, Um, you know, and we only have one and, you know, many of the the business owners that we work with, they have multiple and it's like a, it's like, we're in like a state of awe that they can, you know, they're able to, um, manage both the sides of their lives with such grace and with, you know, such, they live such full and wonderful lives. And, um, it's definitely a new perspective that I, I don't, well, I know that I would not have been able to, um, to have if I didn't have a child. 
That's great. Yeah. And kind of shifting off of that into kind of what Think Global is up to right now. I know I participated in one of your institutes a few years ago, which was a great experience. I'm still in connection with people from that. Um, but kind of currently how Think Global is, who are you currently serving and um, what type of work are you currently doing with entrepreneurs? So Think Global, um, we've we've evolved and shifted kind of our the way that we work with entrepreneurs, but you know, the mission is still the same. It's to, you know, provide entrepreneurs with a team um, to help them grow the business that they want to grow. And so a lot of the business owners, what we'll start by doing is just asking, um, what is what is the type of life that you want? And some of them will say, I want to work, you know, I want to be able to pick up my child after school. And I don't want to have to work weekends. Okay, that's a great end point for us. Then we can work backwards and help you build and grow that business to the place where you can do that if that's your end goal. Um, a lot of the entrepreneurs that you know that we work with, this is it's not a lifestyle business, but they want to build a life that they and their family um, enjoy and love. And a lot of times that it you know that includes kids and and so. Our role is to come in and say, how can we look at, you know, kind of the three prongs, like I mentioned earlier, strategy, brand, um, and culture. And, you know, we start with the people because people run businesses and people, you know, they have nuances, they have strengths, they have weaknesses. And so by understanding the people first and the culture that you have, even if you are a solopreneur, what is, you know, how, what is the dynamic? Who is running what? You know, how can we kind of get a lay of the land of what people do? Um, and, and how are those people going to bring the business to where you want it to go? Are they able to bring it to where you want it to go? Um, and then really looking at, um, you know, the brand and, you know, what people say about you when you're not there, the reputation that you have. Um, and then, you know, looking at the strategy from, from a big picture and then also helping them implement it. Um, the way that I like to look at it is kind of like, you know, when you've got a, a thousand piece puzzle, you've got the picture on the front and you've got a thousand pieces in between, you know, in the actual box. And so our job is to not only see the picture on the front of the box, but also help you put the puzzle together. And you don't have to do it by yourself. It's our job to come in and kind of help you do that. And so, you know, what Steve likes to say, he equates it to like a recipe. Um, the way that we work with every business owner is completely different because they want different things. And so, you know, one will need a little bit more of this and one will need a little bit more of that. And so it's our job to understand the unique needs and wants of every business owner um, and then become the extension of their team to help them get where they need to go. So, you know, the business owners that we work with today are completely different. Just like when we worked with you, every business owner in that room was completely different, different industry, um, different desires. And so um, it comes down to, to listening and, and then to come up with a strategic plan and help them implement it. So that's, that's where I think Global is at today. And, you know, we're, we're really wanting to kind of rebuild that community that we have with the institutes um, that's something that's definitely near and dear to my heart is having those communities um, of entrepreneurs that can empathize with each other, that can support each other. You know, I love watching all of you 
converse, you know, on social media or when we come into town, who's up for happy hour, that type of thing. So um, we definitely want to, to facilitate those connections no matter where we live. Um, and I love kind of everything that you mentioned there. I know with me, with my own business, um, you know, in the beginning, I was really scared and I didn't want to kind of create my own version of hell, right? Like <laughs> I wanted to create a lifestyle, a business that would fit into my lifestyle. And I think a lot of people, when they first start their business, you get very in like the scarcity mindset and you're afraid and trying to just take on everything, but you, you'll burn yourself out. And so I love that you kind of start with that emphasis of let's look at the big picture and where you're trying to go and what your needs are from a human level, <laughs> um, not just a financial level. And that is just really powerful that you guys do that. Thank you. Yeah. You got to, no matter, you know, if you're a solopreneur or a corporation start, you know, when you have a business, you throw a thousand balls in the air and how are you going to keep them there? Right. And so how do we help you juggle? And so um, for people who are listening, if they are a solo business owner or they have a team of 20, um, would both of those qualify to kind of talk with your team or how, um, how do you guys decide who you're going to work with? You know, it comes down to, you know, the person, it comes down to the leadership and, um, but definitely solopreneurs, large corporations, um, you know, we definitely work with all levels of business owners. Um, we, we work with businesses that have a functioning business, a running business, they are looking for growth and either have hit a roadblock, their team, or they have taken it as far as they know how. Um, and then how can we come in and help bring you to the growth stage, the scale stage um, with our team? That's great. And typically is that kind of like a one-on-one -on -one consulting type service? Yes. yes, it is. So our team, um, like I mentioned, we become an extension of your team. And so um, you know, we've, we've got designers, web team, you know, all different writers, creatives, like all, all the different pieces that a business owner will need at some point in their growth. Mm -hmm. But like I said, every, every business has different needs. Some people have, you know, a graphic designer on staff. And so our job is to say, how can we um, have the overall strategy and then align all of the resources you know, so everybody's on the same page working towards the same goal um, to get us where we need to go and get us there faster. And so it is a one-on-one, -on -one, um, you know, whether it's virtually, you know, for our clients that live in Denver, for example, um, we fly up to, we're in Denver every other week. Um, can't wait for the airlines to turn back on and everything to be safe to travel again. Um, or it's one-on-one. -on -one. Uh, we have an office here in Las Vegas um, where we welcome clients, we travel to clients. So um, it's a mixture of the ways that we work with our, with our um, clients. And kind of with, you touched on this a little bit a moment ago, but with everything going on with COVID and people that might be listening to this who have a little bit of fear around their business right now, or um, kind of that growth, maybe they were coming into 2020 excited to grow and scale and now aren't a are taking their time. Um, have you, what kind of approach have you been taking right now um, during this time with business owners? Yeah, it's a, it's a hard time for, for a lot of people. And um, absolutely we have empathy. It's affected us as well. Um, but the way that we're choosing to look at it is that this is an opportunity. Um, everything has slowed down. 
um, it can only go up from here. And so um, we're offering to talk to any business owner if you just want to get on the phone and talk through what you're going through right now. How can we help you with your priorities? How can we help you um, make decisions? You know, so much of what we do is helping our clients make the best decision possible. Um, or undoing decisions that have been made that have not served the business or the business owner. And so um, we are open ears, open arms to any business owners that would like to talk through what they're going through. Um, so, you know, we're looking at this as an opportunity that there's, um, there's a lot of opportunity for growth. I love that. And I love that it's kind of that recognition of, yeah, you know, these being empathetic, but also kind of seeing that there are opportunities and with kind of that right leadership and support, you can take advantage of those right now and you can, can use those. That's really great. Um, well, thank you so much for coming on today, Amy. What is the best way that people can get in touch with you, touch with you, get a hold of you and your team? Feel free to email me directly. So it's just amy at wearethinkglobal.com. Great. So I will um, include that in our show notes, and I'll also include your TED Talk. Um, I was just watching it again. Uh, <laughs> that brings back good memories and terrifying memories. <laughs> Thank you so much, Amy. Thank you, Pam. Hey mama, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Head over to my website, www.findpam.com for all the show notes and links. And you will also get access to my free legal tool to name legal guardians. It's all right there at findpam.com.